day, Hawks, and welcome to episode 29 of the Hawkcast. We have a special mid-season review episode to do here, and uh, as always, joined by Connor, but our special guests today are Senior Vice President, Sean Riddell, and our club coach, Jack Lickus. Welcome, guys. Great to be here. Thanks, Gilly. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all. Happy Hawkmas. Hawkmas. I think that took off nicely. <laughs> Hope you've all had a nice break. But yeah, what a great opportunity to uh, have a look at how our senior sides are going during the season. Um, it's been a, it's been a good start, um, and yeah, we're excited to see how we push on. So, what did you guys want to talk about? How did you want to tackle this through each of the grades, lads? All right. Well, um, basically, just went through and um, picked out a standout player from each grade. Um, and then also went through and picked out a breakout player for the year as well, just someone to keep an eye on for the back half of the year. Um, so we'll start from uh, sixth grade green. Um, so Matt Lawler is the clear one there, who mm. is in the top 10 for runs and wickets for the entire association in sixth grade. So he's got 100 runs and 12 wickets. So 12 wickets, not too bad for a kid who... Uh, who stands behind the stumps and keeps in his uh, in his junior team? Um, come up and leading the wickets for the for the club, and was he eighth for the comp? Yes, yeah, so it's great effort. So well, we'll have to jump in, Connor. So Matt Lawler, he's one of your boys in the Open Turf competition. Did you? Is he being wasted behind the stumps? <laughs> uh, he. He is a great kid. He will do uh, anything that you give him the opportunity to do. He loves fielding. He loves bowling. Uh, loves keeping. Yeah, <clears throat> just uh, yeah. Genuinely, a kid with such a good attitude. Uh, a little bit unorthodox uh, batting technique, uh, as some of you guys, Jack in particular, would know. He is probably our version of the sweepologist. Uh, loves sweeping and plays it very, very well. Really well, and actually reverse sweeps incredibly well too. And then obviously not as strong maybe down the ground and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But in terms of like, yeah, I think his keeping is really good. And um, I think it's fantastic that Jesse has given him the chance to, um, to be so involved. I think he's been batting four and bowling a fair bit. So um, yeah, no, uh, and most of all, I was yeah, so happy that um, last game he, he uh, you know, played a match winning innings. He was, mm. I think, one off 33 and he ended up 25 not out and guided the team home to um, you know, a win, which has been hard to come by for those guys. So that was really cool to see. Yeah, I can confirm. I have seen Matt Lawler, where most blokes would probably just um, just play with a straight back, and tickle it down to fine leg, actually get down with one knee and sweep the, the quick bowlers in juniors. One of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. It's like, and this all happened only about five days after Cobb introduced the sweep shot to all these kids, and Matt's taking it like a duck to water. So mm. it was um, yeah, fantastic to see how well he's going. So he was our standout player, or is he our well, breakout player? No, standout so far. Yep, so that right. was uh, easy choice for standout from 6th grade green. Woodsy in 6th grade gold, the skipper, leading the way, leading the runs for both 6th grade sides with 161 at 20.13. So I reckon he can probably pump those numbers as well. But uh, yeah, good start to the year for Woodsy. Be good to see 6th uh, grade get a few more wins on the board. Daryl's a Daryl's a new man as well, coming back this season. Lost a lost a ton of weight, and uh, not many people might know this, but Daryl was very close to giving away the game. Uh, the midway through last season, uh, I was chatting to him. Yeah, he wasn't really enjoying his cricket. I'm sure he won't mind me saying. And then the turning point was his big century. 
last year. Yeah, because he ma- it was a big one too, one, wasn't it? Like, yeah, 160-something. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Woodsy's a guy that like, yeah, plays aggressive. I think, yeah, early on in the year, he yeah, made an 87, I see here. But um, one of the great characters, like mm. uh, one of those guys, kind of like a Simon Vanderkrug, a very like, you know, quiet kind of guy, but he's actually very, very funny. And uh, I think, yeah, the boys, from what I hear, um, you know, quite enjoy playing with Woodsy. So. What yeah, he hit 170? Yeah, last year, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah Pizzy I've Park, been, I've yeah. been the last five years, I don't even think I've had a kid 170 <laughs> to um, But yeah, great to see him captaining and um, yeah, as always, the family get involved with when, mm. when Daryl's around, so yeah, it's great yeah. to see Lisa, Lisa, Lisa one of the great there. club club people. Yeah. So, he, yeah, great success and well-deserved. Yeah. So, so was, was he the breakout or was he just sort well. of... This is, oh, all, he's a, all, this is all standout. Sorry, yes, we'll yes. Okay, gotcha. Breakouts. I like this. Okay, yep, yep. So fifth grade green, we've got Raj, who's mm, been Rajesh. again another easy, uh, easy, easy pick for the standout for fifth grade green. Uh, we've got 178 runs at 29.67 and five wickets at 23. And so, Raj, first year at the club, so uh, no, second, second year, played second. some winter. Yeah, yeah, so played a lot of winter cricket with through uh, this winter just gone, and probably didn't quite have the year that he would have liked last year, but um, you know, having a uh, Having a cracking first half of the year this year, so wouldn't be surprised to see him and all of these guys in this standout category just shifting up the grades slightly towards the second, um, the second half of the year. Yeah, especially with third and fourth grade probably not having the uh, well the second quarter of the season that they would have liked. Mm. Both of them started quite well to start the year, and then the couple of weeks leading into Christmas started to struggle a bit. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a bit more player movement heading into January mm, like that good call there from the club coach so uh, yeah it was easy fifth grade gold um, another pretty easy one we've got Snowy Junior who mm. this will come as no surprise to people seeing him backing it uh, up dominate fifth grade again so he's got 16 wickets at 13 so he's nearly on pace to match match his um, to match his feats from last year I think he took 30 it was early 30s, yeah. yeah I can't remember exactly um, what so, it was. But, but also... But yeah, led um, the entire competition, right? Yeah, he did. So, uh, in not in wickets, but in average. Oh, yeah, I think, yes. I think his average right. was better than everyone else's. So, right. Could have been um, sub-10. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, which you know, he could do again this year. There's a few good numbers at the top of fifth grade. but Just um, coming off the back of a Pfeiffer as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Tough one on uh, Sabrusi yeah, Small, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, cop some stick, as everyone does there. <laughs> um, it was five for 40 off six, which uh, pretty, some pretty might say, is like you know a bit expensive but like you know that mm. like you got to really stick to your guns there and mm. that was really yeah. impressive yeah to put it in perspective i think um gold actually batted first that day and made 285 or something <laughs> in 35 overs how'd you go cub uh got very lucky um i was get just it. happy to get off the mark mate um but get this isn't about us uh, i wanted to ask um get a coach um so what what does Nathan have to do to get up the grades? I'd love oh, to see Nathan have a crack in, in a second or third grade sort of a thing. Mate, I, it, uh, I mean, uh, what it, more does he not, need to do? Yeah, it's not all, <laughs> I actually wanted to touch on the fact that he's also got 83 runs at 13.8, yeah, which, is, which I would yeah. say is more runs than he's scored the entirety of last year. We all knew that he could bat. Mm-hmm. We all know that, uh, mm-hmm. that young Snowy can bat, and he's um, played a couple of really good hands in juniors and fifth grade already this year. I know he put on a partnership with Mark mm-hmm. when Gold were, might have been in a bit of trouble. For sure, and, yeah, it was a match uh, winning. led them yeah. home. Yep. So, but no, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, um, if Snowy uh, starts progressing his way through the grades. Um, I think really all he needs is just you know, a couple of opportunities. Yep. Um, let him settle. He's taken nearly 50 wickets in 
in his last what season and a half of seniors, which I dare say would be more than anyone else. Mm. Maybe in the comp, I don't know that anyone else would have taken fifty wickets. Yeah, that's in that, in, in that long. It, it just yeah, like yeah. and Sean, you know, <clears throat> having played seconds, like it's something like in second grade, you got so many guys like James Guthrie or whoever that just bowled loopy kind yeah. of on the spot, just and they just they just. Get wickets. I was going to say, I just feel like he will continue to be successful. Just, mm. I, I think his style. Something I really like about Nathan is that he hasn't tried to be yeah. more that like he hasn't. Yeah, he's he's bowled really well to his abilities, and and he's recognised the the talent that he has, and he's just lent more into that. Mm. He hasn't tried to bowl fast or anything like that. He's just focused on his accuracy, and uh, he's developed a few little change ups as well. Um, a slow ball, if you could, if you could uh, believe it, uh, <laughs> that has, um, yeah, a also slow, taken a it slower ball. Slow yeah. Herbal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, like, yeah, but and, it works really well, really effective, yeah. and just like yeah, really sticks to his guns, like you know, doesn't get uh, frazzled when mm. someone goes after him. Uh, yeah, so I think that's probably what I'm most yeah. impressed about. Just going, yeah. And, and yeah, on face value, maybe it looks like he stayed in fifth grade for too long. I'm sure Mark won't want to say that. He's probably just kept him under wraps for. A little bit longer, but I think it will hold him in good stead going forward mm. um, because he will have kind of built this ultimate confidence in his own ability. Totally. That someone who bowls the way he does, you know, you don't have to be express pace to be successful in this comp. And I know there's a few guys in the higher grades particularly that are massive on Snowy moving forward, including one person that I live with that you're quite good mates with, Sean. Massively high on Nathan Snowy. So definitely one to look out for. Um, just before we move on, the Snowies, Marks, senior Snowy Marks, sitting 10th in the comp for runs. For runs. 237 also, at 29. And also leading the comp in wicket-keeping catches. Niche. Which I've got only to mention. You, only you do Because <coughs> no, mate, the keepers don't get enough love around here. And, uh, and so Snowies, it must be all the all the practice that Snowy puts in at training when his wicket-keeping is <laughs> obviously really starting to pay off. Oh, okay, great. One small, one last, uh, you know, fifth grade goal story is that uh, Mark Snowden's also been very lucky this uh, season to pick up some wickets. Um, because often when they call out the bowler's name, whilst we will say N. Snowden very clearly, or, or Nathan, or sorry. Nathan Snowden, <coughs> the uh, inevitably the M. Snowden will go down for the wicket. So uh, yeah, he's had a great bowling year as well, Mark. Well done. And look, actually, something I was surprised to learn uh, last game was that. Mark had only ever hit one six in his life before last game, and he hit two, so he's tripled his six count. Yeah, at the age of I don't know, thirty-one, mid-thirties easily. Yeah, good stuff. One of the uh, one of the great trainers, Big Snowy. Mm. He uh, never misses a session. It's always there every always Tuesday, every Thursday. Day and pays off. So it's going well. It's good. Uh, fourth grade. We've got uh, someone who's not played all of their cricket this year in fourth grade um, and has often missed a few games, had to leave early due to work in a couple of days. But I think you're Craig know where you're Robinson, absolutely <laughs> one of the greats. So four wickets at 16.75, which is Ooh. really the what you know, wicket of bowling his uh, slow offies is really what he's uh, turned to a lot uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, but he's also 160 runs at 80. So and I would dare say the strike rate on those uh, 160 runs would be quite healthy too. So um, awesome start to the year. Another um, proponent of the sweep shot as well, Craig. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. the game I saw him, I saw him make the 51 not out uh, at Riverstone against Runaway Bay, and 
just played with a lot of confidence. Mm. He's a guy that like has always sort of been good for a ten or fifteen, looks good, and then but he's just gone out there and just dominated. It's yeah, it's really really good to see. Guy yeah. that works hard and yeah, yeah, cool, cool to see. No, it's good. So fourth grade uh, obviously had a lot of players roll through fourth grade mm. this year so far, um, but they're fin- they're sitting uh, about mid table, um, only a couple of wins out of uh, out of the top four. So they're um, actually looking alright. Mm, not a late run, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Just string a couple of wins together and they'll be right, I think. So. Um, third grade, another easy one. Uh, new to the club this year, Sean Clark. Clarky absolutely killing it. He's second for the team in runs, 164 runs at 27.33. And I don't reckon he's batted above seven or eight the whole year. So uh, he's had, had plenty of time to bat, though, courtesy of a few um, dismal performances from the third grade top order. But he's also taken 20 wickets at 7.85. Oh, that's a fair um, year. Which that's is incredible. second for the comp. That's second. Um, it is second. Someone's taken 21, um, but the average is not even close. So And um, Sean did play uh, a game in twos to end the year. Played just the last, finished last yeah. round of the year. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so, so um, help me out here. Like, uh, I, I haven't seen, I haven't uh, had the pleasure of seeing uh, Clarky. Yeah. Clarky uh, in action. Like, you know, what, what sort of game does he play? He, um, he bowls similar to what Guthrie did. Okay. Yeah. He just, oh, uh, there again, you go. Again, he's just a, you know, uh, he's played plenty of cricket and he's very confident in his own ability. Just bowl, you know, bowls little, yeah, little innies, little outies, and just, um, but never. He's relentless. He's d- never errs from his spot where he wants to bowl, mm. um, and obviously it's reaping huge rewards in the threes. Yeah, I played one game with him in threes, and his batting was very useful that day. Hit forty nine out, but again, just kind of sticks to his game and yeah. does what he does well. Yeah, swings hard, hits the ball hard. Mm, love that. So no, maybe he's seriously be. If third grade could win a few more games, he'd be picking up more votes, and he'd be uh, a short cross favourite to. Uh, to take out the middle there, I think, in third grade. Mm. Having, having a massive first half of the year. So big things coming for Clark in the threes, I reckon. Maybe even the twos and the rest of the two, uh, the rest of the one days. I think uh, it'd be useful there. Could definitely do worse than uh, than Clark in sure. the twos. Uh, so moving on to the twos, we've got our, oh, sorry, third grade uh, are sitting fourth. Okay. Going into the break, equal with points on third. So, and... Yeah, they're one win off first. So, yeah, so um, maybe they're not going quite as poorly as I thought, but I think um, they definitely started the year a lot better than they finished it. Yes, they got off to quite a good start. So I think they'll uh, definitely be looking for a bit of bounce back. Hopefully some uh, player availabilities. I know Ben had to uh, give up a lot of his good players in that last round. I think Clarkie and Elliot both had to go up to the, uh, to the twos. So player availability, guys, be available. But one thing we do know about Benny uh, Daly, he can sniff out a premiership, so uh, <laughs> has form there. Absolutely. Uh, so so uh, if those guys can just make the four, fourth place wherever, just make the four, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't go against them. Yeah, no, and that goes for any grade really. As long as you you make the finals, you're only ever two good games away. So. Mm-hmm. The, the greatest ability is available. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> In good one. Fifth grade, we need it. We need a Second grade, the standout so far, another easy one, is the skipper, again, Paul Baird, um, who has 261 runs at 37.29 with 150. 
um, which is good for third in the entire competition. Ooh. Only 30-odd runs behind first. Dude, that 100 was good. Yeah. And he moved up to open the batting. Something he's basically never done while I've been at the club. So I've spoken to Benny a little bit about this. It's, um, I believe, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that he, the over-50s Queensland side that he's been selected in, mm-hmm. the Dalfrey's team, Queensland team, They've told him that he'll be opening the batting or batting, you know, batting high yeah, in the sure. water. So I think it was something that he wanted to kind of implement in his club cricket. Um, I don't believe he started there. Right the no, so he was batting seven, seven the yeah, first yeah. game at Coonra. Oh, that's right. First couple of games actually, he batted seven and then decided to open against Queens. Got a hundred and thought well, oh, that was pretty good. It was. Yeah. I think and it was Dickie. actually though, like um, from speaking to Paul, it was sort of like. The, the team had gone pretty badly to start the year and he goes, all right, well, we're going to shake things up and I'm going to lead by example. And mm. Gee, did he lead by example? So good. But I'm, what, what I'm, I'm intrigued, though, with Paul, he had a pretty awful year last year, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying. Uh, yeah, it was tough to watch. What's, yeah, in seconds and thirds, what's turned around? What, what's I, uh, brought him back to his best? I honestly couldn't tell you to be honest. I think he really, from just speaking with him over the, he did the 50s comp in the winter, in the winter, mm-hmm. and just really enjoyed his cricket there. So mm. I reckon it's kind of flowed on here, I guess. And to be honest, I think playing with Harry will definitely lift his confidence up as well. Sure, yeah. sure. I, I, his batting great. Yeah, obviously not having played any games in last year, but speaking to a few of the guys that he did play with, said that he was looking a million bucks and then just had no luck really. Mm. Smashing balls straight to fielders, screamers, you know, getting uh, running out, whatever. And he just he was just out of runs, not necessarily out of form. Right. And the yeah, like Sean's just touched on, had a really good preseason playing the fifties and obviously um, training the nets with us. Um, and he, I never had any doubt that he was up to it. It was just a matter of getting when, off. not mm. if. Yeah, so, it's but, super impressive as a guy who's in, in his early fifties now and. Something Paul, I mean, I've got the utmost respect for Paul, but I mean, he, um, he's always had the knack of being able to reinvent himself and keep himself fresh, and you've got to kind of keep reinventing yourself to stay at the top, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Another so, one of the great trainers as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. another one of the great trainers, absolutely. Never misses a session, so uh, always good when, you, when you've got a senior club guy like that who's dominating the grade that he's playing, routinely showing up. Um, Every week, setting a really good example. So. Unfortunately for Paul, his, his hamstring let him down when he got to hundred not out. He could have had, oh, could right. have, could have gone onto a big ton. But yeah. So okay, it wasn't just like a, all right, I've done my bit, I'm off. No, he, no. he actually was. Yeah, oh, okay, he's hurt his hamstring. Helped his average, though. It, no, it did. That's cap, Sean. <laughs> no, it's dead serious. Dicky also batted quite well that game. Hit a seventy. Yeah, he's had a better, better year again. Yeah, he's he's he settled in quite well as well. Yeah. Um, just got used to the conditions. It's very different to home for him. Uh, and I like the the way he goes about it. He's, um, I guess, he's our anchor, isn't he? Sort of, he's the guy that he doesn't feel the pressure to kind of like go score out there and score yeah. really quickly. He just um, happy to Absorbed kind of play his role, right? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So, and we've got um, second grade sitting towards the lower end, but second grade this year the comp is extremely close. So there's only two wins separate fourth and second last. Mm. So a um, few big weeks coming up for second grade when the season starts back because I believe we play Coomera first round back. My favourite. Who are sixth. And then we play Runaway Bay who are fourth okay. in twos. So win both those games. We then have the uh, potential to leapfrog both of those guys up to 
fourth or fifth. I believe we is in second grades at home for both those games as well. Excellent. Well, that's a big advantage for you. It's not the news I want to hear. But <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, I do remember Paul saying at the start of the year on the uh, on the, the captaincy introduction that you know second grade is a peculiar grade because it's not always about generating wins. Sometimes it's about generating players. And if first grade is successful, sometimes that's you know a better goal for second grade. So yeah, yeah. for sure, Betty's really honed in on making sure he gets not just us the results but more getting us first grade ready so it allows first grade to have a bit more competition for spots and mm. overall produce better cricketers for the club so mm-hmm. instead of having like a top 12 you have like a top 20 where it's mm-hmm. like hey we're all pushing for spots here mm-hmm. and we've been quite fortunate this year in that um, we've had a few guys in the first grade squad um, really stand up and make a position for themselves in first grade um, which has meant that we're, allow- we're allowing guys in the twos a bit more time, you know, in years gone by, I dare say if you know, someone like Sean took a three for in the twos, get him straight up. up in the ones, um, whereas really this we want to let him really get confident in, in what he's doing um, and learn his game a little bit better, um, but not only him, so it's per, you know, Percy as well and Henry Shepherd who are all fighting for kind of top wicket taking position in the twos. By all taking 13 or 14 wickets. Yeah, so mm. me and Henry's are on 13 and Purse is on top on 14. Yeah. Those spinners are coming out all right for you. I don't know if I get Batsman out or if they get themselves out. <laughs> Either way, same result. Sounds exactly like it's been right. a good transition. I'll yeah. claim it. So, um, and, and guys like Beatty, we've, we've actually got a few guys in the two starting to make a few runs as well. We've got Getsy, who's new to the club this year, who's mm. performed quite well with the bat, relinquished the gloves, but going quite well with the bat. Um, Squizzy Taylor, who mm. started the year in fourth grade. Um, is fourth in the runs for twos, averaging nearly 30 with the back. So, and crackers, um, Craig Pilgrim again, it just didn't even, it wasn't even going to play at the start mm. of the year. Came out and watched the 2020 and thought, oh, I might give this another go. It's just averaging a, an easy 85 in the twos. <laughs> and yeah. actually, I think he's probably got some wickets as well. I know he's got mm, some wickets. He definitely he does. He's bowled, he bowled well. He's, um, he's also got well. four wickets at 16. So that's. Uh, I think he's got a few in the five. Uh, sorry, in the threes as well. Yeah, I think he got yeah, a he's, four he's for something. He's definitely been a match winner so. for twos and threes this year. Yeah. Twos previously, we've had the issue with the batting. But this year, it's not batting at all. We've had at least four guys we've just let, like listed that have stood up and averaged mm. at least twenty-five plus. So, yeah. so it'd be good to see. Good, be good to see a few forward. of those guys, you know, turn those thirties into some into some winning scores. We've probably not had enough of that in twos, uh, in or in ones probably, but twos in general over the past few years. You know, guys are always good for a thirty, but we need to see those. Guys pushing on and Triple making it. the make, yeah making the, the you know the seventies the eighties the hundreds because they're the kind of things that win your games and get you get your ones ready I guess and then moving on to the ones stand out again this was also easy um, <laughs> we've got Harry who mm. has scored three hundred ninety six runs at fifty six point five seven who is leading the comp um, by about sixty with a hundred and two fifties so and obviously they were in the first three rounds of the year in our uh, in our two day stuff. Where he went, yeah, 90, 55, not out, 115. So, and I, to be perfectly honest, I've never ever seen anyone more better. So, um, he's just in ridiculous form at the minute. Probably got a, a little bit of room uh, for improvement with the bowling. He's probably been a little bit unlucky, but his batting is just going great guns. So, um, oh, yeah, I won't be surprised to see him stay at the. At the top of the runs list for the year, I'd say. Yeah, just just on that as well, his chubby older brother Sam's tenth in the in the comp with two hundred and fifty five at thirty one two, which is yeah. a bad year. So yeah. both of them have passed <coughs> last year's figures at the halfway mark. So 
Um, just goes to show, not necessarily how poor they did last year because they didn't, but um, just goes to show how well they did this year. Or well, how well they t- tell us about as well. Season, Sam <coughs> had a special innings down at Palm Beach. You know, we had everything sort of against us. We uh, we had injuries. We had a big score to chase down. Yeah, so we um, had. Uh, tell so us we, about that. Yeah, so we fielded day one, and this was probably our first real test of the year. No disrespect to Coomera, but um, Palm Beach are a very very good side. They lost lost the grand final last year against Madurai in the first grade final. So we knew it was going to end, and they've only got stronger. So they picked up a, a guy from Melbourne who's played first mm. grade Premier cricket in Melbourne for a long long time, um, who went out batted day one. And mate, 100. Looked very good. Uh, Chances <laughs> 100. Did not look like getting out. So, um, yeah, they made 250. Uh, but Caleb, who had been hitting the ball pretty well up to that point in the year, broke his hand in the field. Mm. And we only had 10 going into the second day. So we had to, we only had nine wickets to lose. Um, and we were three, so effectively four for about 80. Um, with a couple of very average umpiring decisions go against us. And Sam joined Harry at the crease since Harry just stonewalled at one end and Sam got to about 30. And I don't know whether he got bored or whether he saw their change bowlers come on and go, oh, well, it's now or never. But seriously, this poor kid came on second or third change. I, don't, I still don't think he knows what he did. Sam just started charging and yeah. slapping him over extra cover for yeah. six. I was watching the live stream. I just started laughing out loud because Sam ran down the wicket and played a cut shot on the yard for six. And <laughs> it, was just, it was just outrageous stuff. So I think they, they put on over 100 mm. um, that day. Um, and by the time Sam got out, we were, we were pretty comfy, to be honest. We, we'd gone past 200 um, and we only had about four to get, I think, when Sam got out. So... Um, yeah, no, that was very, very pleasing to see Sam, and then he then, and that was coming off a duck in the first round. Mm. So he, he charged his second or third ball in the first mm. round, got clean bowled. I done. think he'd had actually a pretty lean T20s too, and then he, so like he didn't come yeah. in with much at all, and then yeah, so bang, got the, a big the 20, hundred. The 2020s, it was really dominated by our top three or four, or probably our top three. We really did a lot of the batting. We had a lot of pretty low-ish kind of chases where. The top three were getting a lot of time in the middle, but everyone else kind of wasn't. And that, sorry, that was Kay, Ben, and, and yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, it was a great lineup for us, but not so much for the guys batting below us. Didn't really get a huge amount of opportunity. So yeah, very. I think he seriously only scored twenty runs or something in the whole twenty twenty comp from maybe four or five hits. Um, so, but yeah, it was great to see him um, bounce back, and then he followed that hundred up with a run of all seventy against Queens. Again, you know, we, you know, we were chasing 210 or mm-hmm. 215, and you know, we were in a bit of bother. We were three for less than 100, I guess. Um, and we all know what can happen out at Queens, and mm. you know, they're uh, they're still quite a competitive side, although not according to the latter. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's the, the comp this year is very much anyone can beat anyone. On yeah. The day, so he, he um, tends very, to like playing safe. his old team. Uh, yeah, he doesn't mind. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> Harry obviously got a. A hundred in yeah. that game as well. So special stuff, eh? So and, and um, so, where are we on the ladder now? So we are fifth, okay. uh, only on percentage. So we're actually equal on points with fourth. Okay. Um, but we are behind them in the in the percentage net run rate percentage. Whatever Just it is. one win away from second. So yeah, one win away from second. So and the structure um, moving forward. Are you back to some two day stuff after Christmas? We've got one days for at least the or for the first five weeks, maybe. Rough guess, yeah. I think we return mid-February to two days. Yeah, for maybe two. I think we've got two and now two-day buy. 
Mm-hmm. So um, that's rough. Yeah, or one, or one, one, not too sure. So, um, but yeah, still one day is for uh, for the time being. Um, so I don't really know whether that suits us better or worse than the two days. I think if you look at our results, it would say that we probably favour the two days. Mm-hmm. But um, we've played some good sides um, in the one days. So yeah, so uh, disappointing to finish. We finish our first half of the year with two losses mm. so the one against Broad Beach in particular probably hurts us quite a lot given um, you know Mudgee at top of the ladder or second on the ladder so um, you know we um, and that wasn't too bad before we ended up no, going down 18 or so yeah, runs something so. like that so um, and we definitely <clears> knew that we could play better in all three facets from that day so we kind of show, showed ourselves that we can you know we can beat the best sides in the comp um, but then to go out and play the way we did against Broadbeach is quite disappointing. Um, so we've got still plenty to work on, but and we know we can play um, play better than we have in pretty much any game so far this year. So plenty of room to move, and um, yeah, we'll we'll finish in the top four for sure. Come on, top love four. that. I was just going to move over to the over forties. Mm-hmm. So div three, we've got for me the standout player there is Steve Palmer. He's taken twelve wickets at six. Must be nearly leading the competition. Yeah, well, I'll go have a quick look now, but that's. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Yeah. Love Steve Palmer. I remember when he was playing uh, sixth grade, he used to bowl a bit, but a guy that's uh, maybe came to cricket a little bit later in life, but he's had a crack at all aspects of the game. I remember he kept for a little bit. Obviously a, a hard-hitting batsman as well, um, but a nice left-arm bowler and a um, bit of a round-arm action, and obviously uh, it's great that he's getting some opportunities there to take some wickets. Yeah, so he's sitting third in the comp for his efforts, which is, which awesome. is great. Awesome. Equal, equal second for the wickets. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's really one and twelve. The better Palmer. Cop that, bro. All right. Um, and in, in the twos, they've had a pretty mixed year so far, but they've finished well for sure for the... Yeah, I think they started actually really, really badly from yeah. what Dino told me, and then they've uh, come really good and had some great wins, mm. especially one against Queens, uh, where I know Nikhil Tunisia kind of ended up getting the winning runs off Durbridge. Magic. Uh, like you, could, you couldn't script it, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, they celebrated that long with, into the night. Absolutely no disrespect to Magic here. That might be one of the most lopsided <laughs> matchups I've ever heard. Yeah, I think I, I, like I've, I've, Michael Durbridge would still be one of the best bowlers in first grade if he was still playing. To put that in any perspective, so um, yeah, yeah, what, a, what a win! Durbs doesn't have an average at the moment. He's averaging two hundred. Well, yeah. he's made two hundred and seventy-five runs. Oh, again, against us, he made sixty odd not out and took five for us. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know we got the win. But with yeah. an L. So, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah well, exactly. Um, Clifton Duck has gone all right for Div 2. Well, mm-hmm. Cliffy Blank is how everyone else knows him, apart from the paper. He's uh, got 10 wickets at 12, which is which is good to see. Um, Wicket take machine. And Jay Kane has had a pretty good start to the year with 85 at 85. Lovely. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll fly over to Div 1, who have had a great start of the year. Mm-hmm. Always a strong side but, out. But yeah, that, on masters. paper, I mean, come yeah. on, how, how can that team get beaten? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great team. Wadey's done well to assemble it all together. Um, so Ben Daly's leading their runs. Doing a great job, as yeah, always, yeah. Ben. 139 at 35s, and their bowling, I believe, is all down to the spin king, Randall King. Just keeps getting it done. 14 wickets at nine. Oh, What can he do? So he played, he played Div 2 last year over 40s, didn't he? I think he started, in, did he not start in Div 2 this year? Or he was going to, and then he got moved up at the last second? I, think. I believe he won... I think he won the bowling award in over 40s Div 2 last year. I'm sure I'm he got sure picked he in. was the league dinner last mm, year. He was definitely the league for, dinner. For average or wickets or something. 
So really, again, it was only a matter of time before he moved up to the ones. And uh, that guy again, just, again, a guy who's just, you know, does himself, his thing. knows what he's does knows, his thing. knows his craft. No, well, oh, knows his craft. Maybe better than anyone <laughs> at this club. So. He, um, he's leading the comp with his 14 at nine as well. Oh, well, 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 well book him, him a seat at the table. <laughs> He'll be there again. You can probably count on that. Mm. He just... He book him just That's it. Gets three for every week. Randall, if you're listening, your invite's already here. <laughs> it's over. Um, we'll, it's over. We'll, uh, we'll circle over to the, the breakout plates to keep an eye on. The breakouts, that. yeah. So we've got um, first, oh, we'll go from sixth grade green. So um, again, another young fella uh, was a little reluctant to start playing seniors this year. Another one of Cobb's projects, Dylan Stansfield, mm. who's made 82 runs at 16 and taken a couple of wickets as well. Also put on a good partnership with Matt Lawler, I think, in one of their games. Maybe out at Alberton. Yeah, one, well, I think he made a 39. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a funny one because he, um, yeah, it's a case where he's playing a different role in the seniors to what he does in juniors. Uh, in juniors, I mean, and to be honest, in my personal opinion, he's a very, very good bowler who um, bats okay. And uh, it's sort of flipped for, for seniors. He hasn't mm. got to bowl much, but he, he's made some runs, which is awesome. Got, got the opportunity. That's good I, yeah, yeah. I genuinely think I've said I genuinely think he could play threes as a bowler, just as a guy who just hits his spot. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say Jesse, give give him a bowl. But uh, but, but uh, no, no, it's great to see. Yeah, like you said, he he kind of was a bit slow getting into seniors, but uh, but he seems to have enjoyed it once he done it. Yeah. So um, and and that's fantastic, and it's credit to you, Colt, for getting these kids ready to come up and play mm, in the juniors because you'll actually. By pure coincidence, you'll notice a lot of these breakout or keep an eye on players here are a lot of kids that have come through the junior program in the last few years, um, which is um, awesome to see because it will only increase and build the depth that we've got. And something I think we do really, really well and a, a good reason why we uh, push forward with the two sixth grade sides this season and adding that extra team from last season when we had two fifth grade sides and now we have both is I think Hellsvet does a really, really good job of giving their junior players opportunities to play senior cricket. I think we do well from an administration point of view, like not charging them any extra money. It's a really easy transition for them. Um, try and build a lot of confidence in them, have captains that give them opportunities and create positive environments. Um, and we've even been trying to highlight some of them on social media as well, just to encourage those guys that are coming up. We want you, as soon as you turn 14, we want you to want to play senior cricket um, because it'll do just wonders for your, for your game. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it, it's really, really enjoyable. So yeah. well done everyone that stepped up so far. Yeah, and that's a credit, as you like I say, to uh, the captains and um, and the senior players in those uh, groups that kind of make make the boys feel welcome. And like, I mean, I know Seb Grew. I can never say his surname well. Sorry, Seb. Um, but uh, like, he, he turned fourteen. He started playing. You know, you got guys that like Bo Jorgensen and Harry Mackay. who can't wait to turn Just fourteen to play. A bit, yeah, um, which is really good. It's, you know, almost. Uh, you know, we've got to get Jody uh, to to have a game of seniors. But you know, he's about the just about the only one. So, um, mm. yeah, credit to that. And uh, you know, I know from when I was a junior at a different club, there wasn't a good transition, and that's why I left that club. Whereas, uh, what clubs that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it, it's, they it's shall across, stay yeah, just across the other side of the highway, but um, but it's the complete opposite here at um at yeah. Helensville, where like, and it's been that way for a while, and mm. we've only gotten better at it, which is uh, great. It, like, it's sort of when, when you get into that 15, 17 sort of age group, it's sort of uh, yeah, you've got to start transitioning, mm. and um, you know, because you can't play just only yeah. with your mates forever. Yeah, 
and so yeah it's something that yeah as I say like guys like yourself as well Gilly have been awesome with with the fifth grade goal boys so yeah it's easy to give away the game at that age for sure as well and so don't need too many excuses so yeah. like yeah to make it fun and something to look forward to yeah mm. just, just a good way to get involved in our community as well you mm. can up and meet the boys the adults really good toughens you up too yeah, it's not it's not easy getting bashed lot, around by. I learned a lot of things from uh, senior men when I turned fifteen. Well, yeah, what, I, they have, what they have and have not done with uh, certain people in my life. Well, uh, Ma- Maddie Lawler too on that uh, match winning knock uh, got uh, a fair bit of stick for apparently not walking and you know got relentlessly called a cheat by the Benogan uh, men of mm. sixth grade. And mm. so uh, for him that's to interesting, that's that's excellent culture being built there. That's so um, well, yeah. lucky they don't have hashtag culture on their shoes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, that, so look, that, again, toughens you up and great resilience for him to get through that. So. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a massive step up going from juniors to seniors. Oh, totally. And I totally understand the reluctance. Ma- of sort that. of the reluctance, but the, the hesitation and the nerves that um, are associated with that. So I definitely think it helps that um, in the sixth grade green, especially, but a lot of our junior, uh, a lot of our fifth and sixth grade sides, there's a lot of juniors that play together. Mm. So they can kind of, it feels like a little more of a natural transition from older age juniors into seniors because they're still playing with the, the same guys. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah fantastic to see so much um, talent coming up through the grades. So. Um, moving to sixth grade goal, we've got Jeremy Lodding. Again, another new guy to the club this year. He's only played a couple of games in the sixth grade goal. Um, was also slim pickings for, for someone other than Woodsy. Um, but we've got, uh, he's averaging 26 and a half with the bat and he's also taken a couple of wickets. And played some so fives, he's been up Played a couple of fives games. So um, yeah, bowls, bowls stump to stump at a you know, decent kind of click. Um, and just, uh, I think he's got a bit of a baseball back. He's a former so, baseball, yeah. So he, um, he's got a great arm in the field and gives the ball a proper whack. So it doesn't, uh, doesn't hit him softly. So again, another effective, very effective player in the lower grades. So it's one to look out for. Probably not in sixth grade, let's say. Probably looking to move up the grades. So this comes back to the uh, the greatest abilities, the availability. Absolutely. For Jez. So fifth grade green, got another one of your projects, Cobb Finn. Um, who uh, is still playing juniors in the twos? Uh, main, yeah, predominantly in Div 2. Uh, yeah. He's had a couple of chances to, to pop down and, and you know get more of a bat in Div 3 when yeah. the opportunity's been there and he took the full he advantage of it. 83 was... Watching that and he hit a six up onto the hill. Yeah, yep, yeah. Still um, one of the most remarkable things I've seen. In yeah, he's only, a, he's only a small kid, um, but uh, yeah, grown in confidence and... Um, yeah, I still probably think his bowling's a little bit ahead of his batting. Bowls nice left arm in swing, but um, but yeah, no, he's grown in confidence. Fairly shy kid, and um, yeah, again, credit to um, to Jarko. Uh, credit to Jarko for um, for giving him an opportunity. I know actually also Jesse Wybert was devastated when he lost him. He yeah, was pretty so, keen to hang I on think to him in the first game of the year. I think Finn might have in the, this was in sixth grade. Made a 20 or a 30 and took three far. Yeah, and, um, and from there, I don't think he's playing the game of sixth grade. But sorry, Jesse, he's got to move on. So he's taken eight wickets at 20 in fifth grade green, which might just about top their wickets in the first half of the year. I can fact check that. So fact check that for me, Sean. But um, no, we want to be going, accurate. Going here. fantastic. Another good Unlike trainer. certain publications, we want to be accurate here. Yeah. <laughs> so um, another another great trainer trains, I assume, every Monday with, uh, with yeah, you, most Tom, um, he's a, a regular attender at senior training as well. Um, so, and whenever he's not um, batting it or bowling in the nets, he's got someone feeding balls in the bowling mm. machine. So, uh, another good trainer, massive, massive improver. I believe it's Cliff, but then Finn second. It is, sorry. So, Cliff first with 10 and Finn second with 8. 
So, um, and moving on to fifth grade gold, another one of the juniors, Nathan Donnelly, who again, a little bit slow to start the year in the seniors, um, but he made uh, some good runs um, towards, uh, well, getting in towards Christmas. And I made 50 and backed it up with 40 odds. So he's got 120 runs, nearly 24, and seven wickets at 14. So um, they're excellent numbers. Another kid who uh, I'm sure before long will um, be coming up through the grades. He's had a few opportunities in the fours, probably not quite taken it with both hands, but um, it's just a matter of time for a kid like Dolly. He's a pretty naturally gifted kid, um, pretty athletic, you know, pretty strong lad, hits the ball hard. Hits their card, trust Yeah, Bowen's fast. <clears throat> yeah, he'd be pretty sharp for fives. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, even runs, on the, yeah, the game that, again, the game that I played with you guys, um, he got five overs, none for 25. And that was, you know, half those were edges through the mm. slips and whatnot because, you know, he's too quick. And uh, sometimes when you bowl with that pace, you don't necessarily get the figures to show for it because the ball flies off the bat quicker. Is Very it? gifted kid, though. Like, you know, could, I, I think he plays basketball really well, plays footy really well. Uh, you know, pick up anything and uh, he bats, bowls and keeps really gonna, well. I was going to say, loves his keeping. He keeps in his junior side and, and does okay. Um, and well, he, he, pest, he, he will pester you to, to keep. He loves it. Like, even though you go, look, man, look how quick you... Like, you're mm. quicker than most, almost, yeah. what, 95% of the people in the club. But he loves keeping. He loves, yeah, yeah loves it. Uh, so. I've seen, like, I've seen him open the batting and open the bowl and <laughs> keep all in the one game. Juniors. He's just a naturally uh, pretty gifted, frequent kid, so... Um, yeah, definitely one to look for for the uh, second half of the year. Um, in fourth grade, we've got another junior who's only just come into your Open Turf Juniors this year, Cobb, is Riley Bell, who's uh, playing his first year of seniors this year, straight into the fours, has 12 wickets, which is leading um, our fourth grade side. One wicket and a, oh no, slightly poorer average, but one wicket better than his old man. So <laughs> Steve, it's 0.03. <laughs> so um, great, great start to Riley and massive props to Turtle as well for giving him a really good opportunity every week. Mm. But it's definitely not easy bowling Young uh, left arm leg mm. spin as a 14-year-old in seniors on concrete. Uh, yeah, yeah, on Sinto. Oh, small so grounds, but yeah, that, that's where... Tiny grounds, but it's uh, it, it can be an absolute nightmare. Um, and if you don't, if the... If he doesn't bowl well, it's unbowlable because it will go 25 and over. But credit to Riley. Again, he's very confident in his own ability and he's bowled awesome um, from the from all reports I've had from, from Turtle. Um, so again, another kid will only benefit from playing more cricket um, on turf mm. um, because he turns them sideways. Yep. So gives him a proper rip, tries to spin the ball. He's in the under-15s um, rep setup um, again this year. So he gives our own hawk in that setup. So, uh, mate, he's yeah, definitely one to look for. Wouldn't be surprised if he's uh, up with the big dog swords back in the year. Yeah, yeah sure. Very shocked he doesn't get on turf. Your spot could be uh, in a bit, a bit of danger. Yeah, so that's fine. Uh, no, Riley's ready for second grade. Mark my words. Right, I. Oh, you heard. Sweet. The tribe of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat, I know. I know. We won't have multiple breakout players for. Oh, sorry. Are these ones to watch, or are these ones? Yeah, yeah, breakout. Multiple breakout to. players for every grade. But I did want to mention another new uh, member to the club, Lundy, Jaden Lund. Uh, he's uh, worked his way through the grades. He's settled in the fourth grade now. He's a hard-hitting batsman. He scored 184 at 20. Uh, and he's also developed some nice uh, spin bowling. So he bowls a few little leggies as well. And he's taken five wickets at 19 um, across his uh, short career so far. And great club guy, Lundy. Very, very, very good value on and off the field, Jaden Lund. So, so I wanted to give him a shout out. Welcome, Jaden. 
Uh, third grade, uh, it was reasonably slim pickings, I've got to say, from third grade. Again, a lot of players going in and out of the side. Um, but we've got Elliot Baker, who's got 135 runs at 22.5. So going well, played the last game of that uh, of the year in twos. Yep, um, played by that at Beach. Yep, so how'd he go? Um, it wasn't a great batting wicket. It was the colour of our coloured uniforms. Shock. Um, so Elliot went for a big cut shot and the ball bounced about a metre and a half too low. So Nice. <laughs> and he hit a beautiful yeah, cover drive. He hit a very magnificent yeah. cover drive on the ball. So so but, but, Gilly, you tell us a bit about Elliot. Because you, you, know, like, uh, you know him better than anyone at this club, probably. We, we love Elliot. He uh, had a phenomenal winter season, didn't he? Yeah. He incredible. Just averaged about 100 and something yeah. in the winter. He couldn't get out. Yeah. No, he just kept coming in making 70 or 50. Not yeah. Out. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. They scored a ton there as well so um yeah had a great winter season um yeah and and just look he loves his cricket he's uh he's just uh he has the um you know the curse of talent he's talented in so many other areas of his mm. life that that pulls him away from the cricket field unfortunately so actually um, i actually played actually played a couple of games of juniors with elliot oh really <laughs> at queens back, yeah. back playing for queen yeah wow. so old I, queens boy yeah, yeah. so i i um well, our under-14s team that I was playing in didn't make the finals, but the under-17s team did. But because the Queen's team was heavily occupied by TSS kids who weren't available that end of the year, they were quite short. Yes, so got. so <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got the call up after having a decent season in the 14s, and I batted, I think I batted 10. And actually, you know, we were playing against Mudgee. You know who was playing for Mudgee? It was Andy Key. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. And it was maybe... Maybe the most fearful I've ever been batting in my life. I actually went up the other end and said, mate, can you not bowl short? For those <laughs> please. For those who didn't see Andy Key the first time he came to home as well, he um, would just jog in and just flick down something about 130 clicks and you just would not see it whatsoever. It was outrageous. It was a 14 year old. I was like, this is not it. Bring you back. Andy, if you're out there, is. we'll have you back, mate. Yeah, mate. Now, nah, so, great for great for Elliot though. Bit of, bit of an inside word. I'd, unfortunately, I don't think we'll see much of him post-Christmas. Uh, secured some, some more work yeah, uh, interstate um, in another show. So, yeah, great for his career professionally, but not great for his Hawks career. Well, that's just funny. I wish I knew that. I'll, I'll pick someone else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exclusive. Um, um, so moving to second grade, we've got uh, Michael Percy, another club oh, favourite. Yeah. Love Percy. Um, Works so very, hard. Work very, very hard. I don't know that anyone bowls more balls or hit more balls through the week than Michael Percy does. He's down here, every day I drive past coming home from work, the nets are empty, except Michael's up one end just bowling balls. With a bag of balls. Yes. Does he, like, he mustn't have a job or something. His job is wicket-taking. Professional yeah. spinning too. Mate, he's, uh, and going well, leading wicket-taker, he's got 14 wickets at 22, which is very, very healthy for a uh, for a leg spinner. Mm. It's his first year playing um, all year on turf as a bowler, really. So, Well, don't forget um, last year too, he sort of was just a part-timer in fourth grade. Like, you know, yeah. he sort of batted, sort of bowled. It was a bit of a bits of bits and pieces kind of player. Mm. Now he's up in twos, yeah, mm. playing. The T20s so was, gave him that launching so he was point. Playing, he was playing sixth grade, I think, three years ago. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So, and he came back. And that was his first year here, three yeah. years ago. Played winter. Last year, and went no, you know, I want to, I want to try, want to you know, really try my best, push through the grades, and see where I can get to. Um, and yeah, he's a, you know, we had a few guys unavailable, injured in the twenty twenties and whatnot, and you know, he's a bit of a left field pick or a very left field pick because I think at that stage he really only played third grade um, and absolutely held his own, bowled a right, and he's an absolute. Um, 
live wire on the field. Fiend. He just he just throws himself around, chases 110 percent after every single ball yeah. in the field. He's, yeah, and a, a massive asset for the twos. Yeah, um, he um and won't be long. He's been great for us. And speaking of his work in the field too, I'm pretty sure he might have our most non-keeper catches. Um, so him and Squizzy are tied for first for the whole comp. So Squ- fielding catches. So Squizzy should have an asterisk though, because he hasn't been keeping you. No, it was non-wiki keeping catches. Yeah. If you're listening, Squizzy, that keeping catch you took uh, in the Broadbeach game. That's been given as that. <laughs> so, no, excellent, excellent signs from Percy. Definitely, uh, I'm sure he himself would like uh, a little more output with the bat. He's not, probably not quite had the impact with the bat that he probably would have liked, but um, we'll definitely take his bowling output at this point of the year. He's on pace to take nearly 30 wickets, which mm. you'd take every day of the That's week. Great. Absolutely, yeah. No, he's been, he's had some absolute outstanding games yeah. for us, for sure. So... Uh, and first grade, uh, this will be a, a, a little bit surprising for a few people because our breakout keep an eye on players, often young, often raw players. And we've got one R Maloney in the ones. Who That's is the opposite of that. Who is very, very, he is very, very old. He's very, very old. old. So he's older than anyone here. So. There has been weeks where Ryan's he's been our oldest player in the ones, we'll, and we love letting him know. Sometimes about it. Mike Wade will message him and say, "Hey, you're <laughs> yeah. a couple of years away." Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah. on the spreadsheet. He's, he's ready. Close. Yeah. So um, Ryan this year he bowled one over in our first game of the year, um, and then was having some foot problems and didn't bowl for the next like, seven or eight weeks. Um, but then he's come back in the last two games um, and taken five wickets. So. Uh, which is very, very good. So he got, he got two wickets in his first over in both of the last two games, which Great. gets you off Scott to a really good start. So, um, but he's also kind of reinvented himself as a top-order bat. So um, in order for him to hold his place, because he could still run around, he could still bat and everything, he just couldn't put um, his, too much weight on his front foot with his, um, through the bowling crease. So he thought, no, it's all right, I'll back myself to do a job with the bat. Um, and he's our fourth leading run scorer for the ones this year with, uh, with 100, nearly 120 so um, which is definitely a role that I could definitely see him um, continuing even with his bowling but mm. continuing to to play a big role um, I, I think it did wonders for the um, for the ego to be uh, being the opening batsman and opening bowler in first grade that's uh, every yeah. cricket is true yeah the mudgy game he just needed to yeah. be able to you know take the gloves at some point Donnelly style but yeah yeah, yeah or park not, not a, the first slip or something not a bad keeper in indoor no, oh, right. again, just a freak at anything he does. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, and he's still, he, you know, he's still one of the best fielders in the side. He's got a, a good pair of hands, got a great arm, and very, very agile in the field. That, so that first game he opened, he looked great. That yeah. Palm Beach game. Yeah. So and that was, you know, we went out and opened the batting. We only had seven overs left in the day. Mm. He didn't really want to open, but he was like, "I'll open if no one else wants to open." It's like, mate. There's seven overs left in the day and it's dark. No, no one wants to. <laughs> There's no value in this for the oh. batsman whatsoever. <laughs> so how did we end up scoring a runner ball then in those seven overs? Oh, because they um, set seven two and eight one fields. Ah, and then bowled on his and hip. And then decided to bowl on his hip. Oh, that's which, always nice. Yeah. Oh well, I can tell you who wasn't enjoying it was the Palm Beach captain, but um, the uh, the batsman, mostly Ryan, definitely enjoying it because he was just feasting. I reckon he was twenty not out overnight. And he scored all 20 between square leg and fine leg. <laughs> so it's it a classic case of like accidentally falling into a role and then now he's Being like, pretty much. Yeah. And, then, and then from there you go, oh, well, he did a good job. You can do that again. Yeah. He went out and did it at Queens and made 28 off 100 balls or something, did a job and then followed on to the next week and made 20 or 50. And it's just one of those things where he just gets us, routinely gets us off to good starts. So, um, and I'm sure as the confidence grows and he gets more comfortable in the role, you start turning a few of those starts into some 
into some scores because I've seen Ryan make some meaningful, some really meaningful runs in first grade years gone by. That name with that partnership out here. Yeah, he made a Palm sixty Beach. with him and him and Reese Coombs. Mm. We were five for nothing, <laughs> and they went out and put on about one hundred and twenty. I think I actually played that game, which says how bad we were going at that time. But I mean, yeah, I remember Ryan and Reese yeah making that big partnership. Yeah, down so the order. that was that was my first my first game as captain for the club. It went well. Yeah, we made 250 and lost. <laughs> <laughs> Palm Beach came back the next week and made 300. So that awesome. was fun. Oh, so good. Only up. Yeah. So, no, um, but definitely uh, definitely one to keep an eye on. Wouldn't be surprised if he ends up taking you know, 20 wickets and scoring 250 runs this year. So good. Be, awesome. Be a pretty good year. So um, when do we go back to training? Back to training next week. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday the 4th? 4th. 4th. We'll be back. Yeah. Excellent. Hopefully we get some actual weather to allow us to train more, more than sort of about 20% of the sessions that we planned for. It would be great. We weren't overly fortunate with the, uh, with the weather the second. There was plenty of work for through November, so Dan Kahila to do. Yeah, oh, Dan Kahila has been the busiest man on earth. <laughs> Mate, he's been Watching that radar. My goodness. Yeah, okay. I've been on the phone to him just about every Tuesday. Is, is he on a commission sort of basis? No, I'd love to employ him based on the club. Mm. Absolutely. Get a Dan weather report every Friday night. On the live probably need to get him a board too i think oh yeah yeah absolutely. Dan oh, green screen green screen yeah absolutely yeah. or man the dan as uh <laughs> oh well, tell me this uh, well this is just jesse weiber just renamed him in the okay. in the chat man the weather dan instead of dan the weather man very oh, funny that's, that's, fitting that's, fitting that sounds highly intelligent <laughs> very funny stuff all right boys well what a great thanks so much for joining us lads and um it's good to get the microphones back out and um look i say there's just you know there's plenty of positivity uh, going around the Hawks, as always. Um, some great social events capped off by our, our uh, junior and senior Christmas parties, um, junior disco and, and senior wrestling event. Um, it was great. Um, Jake Grove did a ton of work uh, along with a bunch of people to, to get that off the ground. And, yeah, something I never thought I'd see is a wrestling ring on the on the middle of uh, Bob Jane T. Martin Arang Oval, but there it was. So, um, yeah, great time to get involved, guys. Uh, if you're out there, uh, you're looking for a club, uh, none better on the coast than the Hawks. So get involved. Thanks so much for joining us, Sean. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for having us. No worries, Gilly. Thanks, Scott. Love it. Signing off, guys. Till then.